You are listening to A Trip to India podcast, the podcast where women inspire women to dream big. In this episode, meet Miss Tashi Era. She is a makeup artist and the CEO of Lavish Contour Artistry. If there's anything else that you would like the guests to know, please feel free to let it be known. We celebrate all accolades and accomplishments. Oh no! Hi everybody. Well, <laughs> along with Lavish Contour, I do have Lavish Be Lash, but other than that, I'm nothing else. See, that's good. Plug in. Buy your lashes from Lavish Lash. Yes, the best <laughs> mink lashes that you can find. Long lasting, real <laughs> mink lashes. Based in Chicago, just so people understand. Because we got people nationwide listening to a trip to India podcast. Okay. <laughs> so I want to start by breaking the ice, making you feel comfortable. Okay. So we're gonna play this game called Two Truths and a Lie. So we're gonna do three rounds of it. I'm a guess. And you know, okay. it helps <laughs> me get to know a little bit of some things I probably never knew, and for others to get to know you as well. Okay. Found it. So okay, you said three truths. And one lie, right? Two truths, one two lie. truths, and one lie. Okay. Um, my favorite color is pink. I used to be a postal worker. Um, and I've traveled to Africa. Is the lie you traveled to Africa? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that but something you plan on? Yes, I plan on doing that for my 30th birthday. I've been saying that for the longest that I was going to Africa for my 30th birthday. So my 30th birthday, I'm going to Africa. Do you got like a particular area you've been looking at? No, I just want to travel. Like I want to experience like the city life, but I also want to experience like the safari life, mm-hmm. and the day-to-day, the tourist part. So I want to go, I'm definitely Get going a full Africa. experience. I always want yes. to do did you know that like in 2019 i feel like it was like december of 2019 it was like the year of the return so a whole bunch of people from america like african-americans went back to africa just to like celebrate like the 400th uh year of slavery yes i never knew that like i know that was like a dope experience i heard they had like festivals it was real cool yeah, I never knew that, but I'm definitely Africa is definitely on my bucket list. Period. Mine too. Um, okay, so round two. Okay. <laughs> Let me think of an oh I have two kids. I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's degree in August. And um, and I work in healthcare right now as well. So I want you to make this hard for me because I know you don't have two kids. <laughs> I was like, maybe she's gonna try to make this a trick question, like she claiming some of her friends' kids or something. I was like, nah, like you just made this too easy. Okay. For those of y'all out there, no, she do not got two kids. <laughs> Look, none. I feel like I got a lot of kids though. All my niece and nephews, I get I'm, I get a lot of kids. Them all the ones I want at this point. <laughs> I know, right? I'm Look, sorry. this is hard thinking of like truth and lies about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it can also go down to like your favorite drink, your favorite food, or okay. uh, somewhere you've been, or you know, something like that. 
Okay. So for the next one. So my favorite drink is a lemon drop martini. Um, my favorite food is chicken. Oh, and I love shopping. Okay, so I know you love shopping. So what I'm trying to figure out is what your favorite drink is. Is it's not a lemon drop? Those are good. They good, but I'm not a vodka type. I'm not about a vodka type. I I understand. Even though I just had some Tito's the other day. <laughs> not my choice, I'll be honest about that one. <laughs> no, Tito's. Last time I had Tito's, I have I had a banging headache. So yeah, it's it's a no for me. But I do like lemon drops, but it's just, it's not my favorite. Okay. So what's your favorite drink? Tequila. Tequila is <laughs> look, tequila is my absolute fave, even though sometimes it do not be on my side. Right. But <laughs> I yeah. feel like every episode so far I've been talking about tequila. That's messy. That's like the <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like, dang, this girl ain't playing. Hey, Avion, Casamigos, anybody wanna sponsor your girl? <laughs> Let them know. I shout y'all right. out all the time. <laughs> Even Jose, I fuck with you too, Jose. <laughs> Any tequila I can deal with, I can deal with tequila with no problem. Right. Vodka and nah. Uh, like I like lemon drop thing, my favorite. I know. It just doesn't like do it right. Like, I don't know. It gets it's yeah. a smoother type of whatever. But I prefer tequila. Definitely. So we wrapped up our game portion. I'm hoping you're feeling real comfortable. Yeah, I feel I feel better now. Okay. Like I am bad with like public speaking and stuff like <laughs> that. We're gonna get through this. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I remember when we was in public speaking at the boys and girls club. Yes. Oh my god. Look, and I'm like <laughs> I just forgot everything Sporty even taught me. <laughs> like, I need to go back to his class. <laughs> also, before I go into, um, you know, why I started this podcast, speaking of our Boys and Girls Club, I am so happy that Virgil Abloh donated to that one. Like, did you see how he redid yes, that? Yes, like, yes. I feel so like, sick. that Boys and Girls Club raised us. Like literally raised my mom so too. Like we learned so much stuff that like we actually like the boys and girls club actually taught us like how to be business women. Like when you think yeah. about all the different like things that we learned there. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Linda. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My you bad. play. <laughs> <laughs> But back to a trip to India podcast. I'm reeling it back in. I wanted to start a trip to India podcast just so I can create a safe place where women and anybody else who is just in this um, limbo state where they want to figure out what they want to do or they're in it and they're struggling and they want some encouragement or some tips on how to move and navigate in their industry better. I want to bring on some amazing women like you to share your testimonies and like your tips and just about how you are also along the same journey as everybody else. You're just making it happen the best way you know how. Definitely. So you are a makeup artist. 
So um, I want to say, have you always had like a love for makeup or is this something that you grew into? Honestly, it's something that I grew into. When I first started doing makeup, I literally just wanted to, you know, be able to when I'm about to go out or do something for me to be able to just, you know, put a little makeup on myself. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really like, oh, I got to like I've been doing makeup since I was like 11 or something. Right. Like, I literally <laughs> just started like my coworker came to teach me one day, like how to do my makeup. And yeah, I, that's, that's literally how I learned. Like we went to go get all of the products and she just sat next to me and we both did our makeup together. So do you feel like that is like um, a rite of passage as a woman, like in her feminine journey? Or like, was that because you wanted to feel a little grown? Like, what was that? I guess they go hand in hand, too. <laughs> right. I, I guess I wanted to feel a little grown. But, you know, it was also, too, because I would every time I wanted to go out, I was going to pay people to do my makeup. And mm-hmm. it just started to get super expensive. So I'm like. I'm just going to teach myself this because, yes, I do feel like, you know, as we get older as women, like, it's nothing wrong with knowing how to, you know, make yourself, you know, presentable your beauty. Yeah, mm-hmm. make yourself look presentable when you're about to go out and do something. So, y'all was like, I, it's time for me to learn. <laughs> I, I feel that way. I feel like that when I moved to Atlanta. I had um, started watching YouTube. And it's weird because my mom knew how to do makeup, but I did not like her style. I feel like she was still stuck in the early 2000s. So um, <laughs> I had to look on YouTube first for me to like start practicing. And even then, that was just a little frustrating. I think it wasn't until... Mary. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like just looking at those YouTube videos, especially for hair or makeup, they both make me mad. But once I had hands-on like uh, practice or somebody to come and tell me what to do, then it worked. Yeah, because it's like the YouTube tutorials and stuff. Because it's like they go through it. So even if they like trying to give you step by step, it's still just not the same. Because it's like, girl, you know what you're doing already. Like you're right. doing this with no problem. Like teach me how to do this and show me what to do when I mess up. You know, right. do your makeup so. in five minutes. Like yeah. my face do not look. <laughs> after five minutes <laughs> like I literally like ma'am I need more than five minutes like, <laughs> but yeah I, I do like YouTube now like now that I actually no. you know like I actually know what to do when I actually understand like the actual makeup thing mm-hmm. so now it's better for me to watch the videos and so knowing that you've been on your makeup artist journey uh how do you feel about self-doubt have you encountered any of that like within yourself with your work oh my god I'm so happy I am so happy that you touched on this like I always go through like my phases where I'm just like no I could I'm I'm my biggest critic like I always Mm -hmm. go through my face like after I do a client I always take pictures of my clients and I'll I'll be the person like zooming in like, no, you could have made that eyebrow a little sharper. You could have put more lip gloss. You could have put more, like I criticize myself so much. Like, but that's one thing that I want to work on because you being your biggest critic, sometimes it's a good thing because it makes you, it keeps you teachable Mm -hmm. because you always want to, you know, learn new things and figure out new techniques, but it also can put you in like a, it can discourage you a lot too. Yeah. Because after you keep pointing out, you know, the bad things that you do and stuff like that, it's just going to be like, okay, 
I'm not getting this. I'm not doing this. Right. And I actually yeah. get into like a phase like that with my makeup. So it took for me to be like, but these other ones, you like, even like, this is just little stuff that I'm picking out. And I'm like, and I actually snapped them because yeah. I never had, you know, like a client, like, you know, give me like a bear review, like, oh, I don't like it. I feel like you look a certain way. You know, I think it's just like, I think that's just the thing that we you all set go the bar through, no high for what yourself. You yeah, because yeah. then it's like another thing. You know, you looking at like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So you looking like, look at these makeup artists, like they killing it. Like my mm-hmm. stuff is not coming out like that. But one thing I've taught myself is to don't look at it as if you know somebody's better than you or you should be as equivalent to them because some of these makeup artists have been in the game forever. Right. And then you got to think about, too, is people are using, like, these that people are using filters and everything like that. So it's kind of like... I was going to say that. (laughs) Yes. It's the filters for me, okay? (laughs) And I try not to, like, with my work, like, I I try not to filter my work or anything like that because I feel like at that point, you can't really see, you know, like, the growth in your work. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I like that. And I feel like that just shows that you are passionate about what you do because and you're not just out there for the money. You actually like what you do because it's a whole bunch yeah. of things that could be self-gratifying as in just when somebody really loves what you did and then you feel really good, even though you feel like maybe this and that could have been a little bit better. But to me, it shows that you have passion. So I feel like from what you're saying is just to keep going and don't be too critical yeah. Leave room for growth. Always. And what I did for myself, like I actually, like I said, my coworker is the one that taught me how to do makeup. And then I actually had another makeup artist that, you know, like we, like we instantly click, like she's taught me a lot of things about it. Mm -hmm. So I consider them two to be like my makeup mentor. So even if I like, even if I do like a client and I feel like something is wrong, like I reach out to them, like, you know, I I don't feel like this is right. Can you tell me what I did wrong? Like I said, it's in this industry and anything, it's important to always be teachable and to be able to take criticism because you know that's the way that you grow and so I feel like that's one thing that definitely helps me is having those and I feel like that touches upon like you don't have to be in competition with everybody that's in your industry it's okay to know like a coalition to build a network because I don't think many makeup artists bring that up enough because and it seems like because there's so many out there it's not really Either they're doing their own classes, which I was going to ask about that, about is that something you see you doing in the future? But before I get to that, um, I still like the fact that you have two other people in your field that you can go to for advice. Because a lot yeah. of people do not bring that up. Even hairstylists barely bring up that they have other hairstylists that they can go to for um, mentorship. I feel like sometimes in the beauty industry, it kind of comes down to like, you know, like a competitive type thing. And it's like, even with like the makeup classes, like if some women, if you have some makeup artists that's just, I, you know, I get it. You charge with your worth, but they'll charge all this money for these makeup classes and barely, they're barely teaching anything. So yeah. at this point, it's like, are you genuinely trying to help up become a makeup artist or are you just trying to make money? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like makeup artists that has been, you know, that has been in the industry for a long time, like like they're the ones that actually sets the bar for the up and coming makeup artists, mm-hmm. right? Because it's 
continuously, like it's a continuous cycle. It's gonna always be new makeup artists coming. But if you're not, you know, if you're a, a makeup artist that has been in the game for a long time and you're not teaching up and coming makeup artists, you know, it's like, what do you expect for? Well, you know, what do you expect for the traditions and stuff like that to stay the same, or yeah. even the techniques and stuff like that? Yeah, you have to be willing to evolve. Yeah, so I'm like, now I just feel like. You know, I, I'm definitely all for, like, the classes that everybody's hosting. But I just feel like some people don't host their classes with that mask. Like, you know, let me t- really teach them. I feel like sometimes it, it all comes down to money. Yeah, and it's not just your industry. It's the lash industry. It's the hair yeah. industry. Like, people are going crazy with the coins on teaching people how to do a lot of stuff. And some people aren't even getting the full value. Like, I don't appreciate that. I understand that, like, if it makes sense, then I'm cool with that. Like, if the equipment costs a certain amount or um, you have a limited amount of spaces and a limited amount of time and what you do is the only thing that you can do and everybody want to do what you're doing, hey, do your worth. But it's a lot of people who are trying to get over on everybody. Yes. And it's even some people that I feel like that's te- that's teaching classes that really have no business teaching classes. Like yeah. you're not about to tell me that you've been, you know, that you've been in what in this in a certain industry for six months and now you're hosting the class. <laughs> like yeah. what? And that's kind of <laughs> how it's going these days. And it I'm is. just like it's <laughs> crazy. Do you see that for you in the future though? Um, I actually do see myself, you know, actually doing the classes because I'm a people person. So, mm-hmm. and I will actually, like I said, I will want them to evolve because in my makeup journey, I've had plenty of people to help me evolve. Like I had, I've had, I have, I have had like a lot of teaching throughout all of this and everything. And like it, I've even run into people that's like, you know, I'm not charging you anything. You know, that is genuine. Like they want to teach me. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I definitely do see that for myself in the future. And it's a lot of different routes that you can actually go with makeup. Yeah. Do you ever get intimidated, though, that um, people say this is like an oversaturated industry? You know what? Before I first started doing makeup, I actually did because I'm like, it's so many different makeup artists out here. And my sisters, I was like, girl, do you see all the different brands in the store for the same thing? Yeah. She was like, no matter how many makeup artists out here, like it's still it's a it's enough clients for everybody to go mm-hmm. around. And it's only one you, so you can bring right. something to the table that nobody else does. Because I really genuinely love your natural beats. Yeah, which is why and I wish know, I would have let you do thing. it. That's your favorite. That's my thing. favorite thing. You know, that's one thing I kind of do want to get out of a little bit because I feel like I only focus more so, you know, on the natural beat. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best. Like it's so classy, it's so clean cut. Like, yeah, I think you'll never run out of cli- clients with that. Not saying that you can't step into the glam and stuff like that, but I feel like some people jump straight to glam before they go into natural. So. Yeah. If you were, if I was someone that was thinking about becoming a makeup artist, where would you say you should start with? Like, what are the basics that you think somebody should get down first before they try to do the more adventurous uh, styles? The main thing that I say that you should like really, really learn before anything is color matching, mm. color matching, and color matching and eyebrows. Yeah. 
And I say those, I say color matching is, I say color matching because I feel like it's a lot of people that we don't really know how to like really match our skin tones. So if I, that's why you see like, oh, you can tell exactly where someone's makeup starts and finishes. It is, like, yes. You should not be, yeah, you should not be able to tell where your makeup starts and where it finishes. Like it's a face, it's not a mask. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I yeah. feel like some people want it. Like, I don't know if I'm going to take this to a different term, but like specifically in the black community, I feel like a lot of women tend to try to go lighter than their true complexion. I don't know if it's intentional or if the person that's doing their makeup don't know what they're doing, but there are some even high end makeup artists that I noticed that they will go a shade lighter than Every client they have a lot of times, like, I don't know if it's subconscious, but I do notice that. And then some girls actually ask for that, too. And you know what? I run into that sometimes where, you know, I feel like some clients do want to be a little lighter, but I'm just like, I can't promote that to you. You know, I can't promote that to you to be like, oh, let me take you. You know, I'm okay with taking you a entire shade lighter than what you are because at that point it reflects on me as a makeup artist because when you're outside I'm like girl who did your makeup you have a different color than your neck you know that's the part your yeah. neck and your chest yeah your neck and your chest but I, I don't know you know what I think it's more so I think it's more so because when we see like the makeup artists in the industries and when we see the celebrities and stuff like that it's more so people want that exact look, look that they have yeah. and what they don't realize is it's it's so much editing and stuff that goes into the pictures that the celebrities mm-hmm. post on social media so it's not like this is you know this is exactly it no it, it you have they, their pictures are edited the videos are edited so yeah i think like I, said, I think it's more so a look Love the skin you're in, honey. Just yes. enhance, like you said, just enhance. Don't change. Enhance the beauty that you already have. And that's it. Like I feel like I always, I always want my clients to feel like you know, I, I look like myself. I want them to leave out, you know, looking exact. I want them to recognize who they are. I don't want them to get out of my chair and they look like a completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I I understand that too. So okay, so you said eyebrows. And color matching. Um, is there anything else that you would suggest that they should uh, focus on? Is it like blending or um, time yeah. management? Blending for sure. Blending for sure. Like makeup is all blending. Like I, to me, I feel like makeup is all about how you blend because everything you have to blend out. But even aside from that, I I, I promote to my clients about skincare. Oh yeah, because I tell them like I can't like I can't I can't work magic. So if you come <laughs> in and you have you know you come in and you have like like bumpy skin or you have like acne breakouts or your skin is dry, it's still gonna be a reflection of how your you know the end result of your makeup. Mm-hmm. Like it's best for you. You know you have to take care of your skin. The the more flawless that your skin is, the better your makeup will look. Like, and I, I have clients that have actually told me like that they slept in their makeup so that they can keep it on for the next day. And I'm just like, you can't do that. Like that clog, yeah. that clogs up your pores. It creates breakouts. So that's one thing I always try and promote is, you know, good skincare. Yeah. Because no matter how much, you can't have a good makeup routine with a terrible skincare routine. 
So I have one more question before I get into my reflection moment. Um, I do notice that, I mean, not that I do notice, I do understand and respect that makeup artists are their own entrepreneurs as well. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, what is something somebody should look out for? Um, Like, do they necessarily need an LLC or um, how do they budget? Because y'all makeup is expensive. Oh, yeah, price points. Like, how do you come up with your price points? Because your makeup is expensive. Okay, so, and that's one thing, I feel like this is one thing that all up-and-coming makeup are struggling with is when it comes to the prices. For me, I feel like I lowball myself a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I use high-end products, like, high-end products that, when I just recently went to the restock up on foundation, I spent $500 just on foundation. Mm. foundation alone right so i feel like and the one thing that i tried to do this go around when i really like restocked all of my makeup you have to really treat it like a business so i tried to you know actually itemize everything that i actually bought like how mm. many did i buy how much was it you know so i can see exactly how much money that i'm spending on the product mm-hmm. because you don't want to be you don't want to you don't want to be spending more than you're making Right. Because it might seem like, you know, okay, you still making it right back, but it's just like, you know, where you had to find a balance somewhere to make sure that you're making it worth your while. Mm-hmm. And I feel like another thing, I like I said, I feel like me, I kind of lowball myself on my prices, but, and I do that mainly because, like I said, I'm an up and coming makeup artist. So I'm still trying to, you know, build my clientele. Mm-hmm. And I also still want to try and keep it, you know, super like affordable for everyone because not everybody can afford a hundred dollar face or a hundred and fifty dollar beat, you know. Yeah. Not every, so I want to be able to offer it to everybody, yeah. I respect so that's that. That's why I said, yeah, that's why I said this year I'm actually going to try and do like different categories. So, you know, so if I have my people that can they feel like they can only afford fifty dollars, okay. Well, for fifty dollars, I'm not gonna use, you know, the higher end foundations and stuff like that. You still, right. still gonna be flawless, but you know, like just to give people an option. Cause like I said, not everybody can afford a hundred dollars for a face of makeup or you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. And I don't feel like that should be taken away from anyone because they can't. Mm-hmm. I understand. Wow. I respect that. So as I wind this in, I always like to leave it with a reflection moment. So what is the advice that you would give to young Tashiera, 18 years old, after graduating high school? Oh, man. I always think about this. <laughs> I always think about this. Firstly, I would have told myself to actually figure out exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stop. Don't offer your plans for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. You have to be on your own path of life. Like, do what's best for you. Do what you want to do. And when I say don't offer for anybody, not your parent, not your siblings, not a boyfriend, not a girlfriend, not nobody. Like, literally, yeah. do what you got to do for you. And so just keep going, like, to keep pushing. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's the best one. And it's been the most common one, too. Not to uh, let other people influence what you got going on. Yeah. So that's my only thing. It's because I, I mean I feel like overall I have you know since graduating high school I feel like I have done better, but I do feel like I was just I'm always all over the place. Like Me I said, too. I work in healthcare, do makeup. I even went to school for IT, and I don't even use my IT. <laughs> you know, yeah. that I have. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. Oop. 
It's good. You were kind of following your footsteps anyway. So where can people find you? So you guys can find me on Facebook under my under Tarshiera Smith. You guys, I do my booking through text and seal. Yeah, I'm working on the, I'm working on the booking side. And I'm trying <laughs> to keep it real. But yeah, you guys can find me on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram at Tyshiera94. You guys can DM me for bookings. You guys can also text me. My phone number is 773-844-7690. Like I, you can text me for the lashes and everything. And this is the Chicago area again, just so everybody understands. Yeah, Chicago area. And I also do, you do mortuary makeup, too. Yeah, yes, for the you, lashes. Do. Yeah. you do do mortuary makeup. I'm going to have to bring you back so we can talk about that, too. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Oh, because I just, oh, yes. We yeah, we'll have to, have to talk about that. that another time. Um, I want to thank you again, Taishiera. I almost called you your nickname. Taishiera. <laughs> for coming and joining and being a part of a trip to india podcast you dropped some really beautiful gems i my favorite part was the whole networking part and having two mentors because most people do not touch upon that also color matching because i hate looking like i don't look authentic who i am um also getting over self-doubt which you just continue to do better and you it's, you use it you use it in a more um harmonious way like you don't let it defeat you you let it drive you and you might have your moments but you keep going so yes, thank you again definitely <laughs> no thank you for having me this was such a great experience I'm glad okay right. so great I definitely want to come back yes we have Everybody to especially for the mortuary makeup we have to because that's really cool and interesting um, I want to thank my listeners for listening to a trip to India podcast. If you have not done so already, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Play, uh, Apple, Spotify. Just find me, okay? Follow me on a trip to India podcast on Instagram. Also, if you want to have Miss Tashiara come back and explain more of her mortuary uh, makeup or have any other person come back or touch upon a certain industry that you feel like I'm leaving out, please email me your concerns at askindy at a trip to India podcast. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You're welcome.